Hello everyone and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode we have the dynamic duo of Magpie Raven Blackford and Paul Barber, the creative team behind Mayhem, an independent cartoon following the misadventures of Sir Mayhem and V as they try to be the most diabolical force in the world. It was an absolute pleasure to chat with these two with a conversation filled with both hilarious and heartfelt moments that I hope you enjoy. Please make sure to support them in all the links below. Also, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel or follow on whatever audio streaming platform you use. I have some major guests lined up for the show, and I want you guys to know when the newest episodes drop. Also, follow us on Twitter at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, and let me know who you want to see on the podcast. I want to make this podcast as much for you as it is for me. So if you let me know who you want to see, I will do everything in my power to get them on here. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Alright, now before we get started, I must ask the same icebreaker for every single podcast. What is your guys' most unpopular art opinion? Oh, God. Oh, Unpopular art opinion. Really? That's a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm hoping that this question is like the hardest question so that everything else is easier in comparison. <laughs> That's why it's the icebreaker. I, I never thought about it, to be honest. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, like whenever you think oh. of unpopular oh. art opinion or like hot take, like what is the biggest hot take when it comes to like art, animation? It can be music if you guys want. Just whatever is like the thing that people would like honestly disagree with you by saying you love it or you hate it. I don't want to offend anyone, so I don't want to say. <laughs> well, everyone has oh, an opinion, God. and even if it's unpopular to you, that doesn't mean it's unpopular for everyone, so. Um. I really don't know, do you? I can't think my mind's gone blank. <laughs> I don't. I don't know it's if just... it, I don't know if it's unpopular or not. I'm just kind of sad that the the two D animation. I feel like we're losing the traditional. Okay. To it. No, I I understand so where not... I understand where you're coming from. Do you, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I'm not like a huge fan of puppet animation. I think it looks nice, mm-hmm. but I think that we're losing the uh, like the way we used to do it before, and I think it's just. I don't know. It was more lively before, I think. Okay. No, I, I completely so, understand where you're coming from, and I see what you're talking about, honestly, because a lot of the stuff, like, nowadays, they're trying to be, like, either flashier or they're trying to be, like, super-duper realistic and such, while there was, like, a, an odd charm with, like, the 2D animation of before. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Yeah. That's, yeah. So yeah. I'm, tra- I'm trying to bring it back a bit with me, and where we don't do any puppet, and it would just do it frame by frame every time. Right, I, right. which no. looks lovely, by the way. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. I mean, some people might disagree with you, but that's, again, everyone has their own opinion. That's why it's, you know, an opinion. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. but with that being said, is that a hill you guys are willing to die on that 2D animation is losing the way or 2D animation is being lost? I, so. I mean, it's hard because some, some, some shows are good. Right. Like, I don't want to say that they're all bad. Mm. It's not that. It's that I think that we're starting to like lose a little bit. Right. From. I don't know if they had like a bit a bigger budget for animation before or not, because because now we have all the streaming platforms and stuff yeah. like that. So right. I don't know if that that makes a difference. Right. Because before right. they had to hand paint everything, like all the backgrounds, we had to. You know, so I'm, I feel like they probably had more. Well, the more the the, the hand, you know, like you do the hand hand crafted backgrounds and yeah. everything, that's lost a bit because everything's sort of done on computers and stuff. So that traditional way of doing the um hand drawn backgrounds and and stuff like that, yeah. So but we, sort of, we watch the old He Man cartoons, don't we? I know. No, we love watching the old He Man and She Ra's. Oh stuff. yeah. Um, Sometimes just look just look at the backgrounds and think, wow, that's beautifully painted. The colours are beautiful. That sort oh, of absolutely. thing. So, you know, so I think you sort of you you know this sort of. I mean, me, you know, again, you know, Magpie, the work that goes into these 
these things mm. and you can appreciate all the work that goes these hand-drawn backgrounds and the art over the top and everything so i think yeah it's a shame if we lose that completely but i think it's a little you know i, it's, I don't it's some... think we're losing it completely because i've seen like new like smaller independent films and stuff that have a more traditional mm. feel to it it's just yeah. that I feel like it's not as successful as it should be. Right, right. Like, uh, there's some of them that I've seen recently. There's one with, I forgot what it's called. It's like um, Two Little Girls That Can Turn Into Wolves that came out recently. I oh, saw the trailer for it. I saw the t trailer too. Is it like Wolf Walker or like Nature Walker or something along yeah, the lines of that? It. Yeah. It looks beautiful. It but looks I feel stunning. Like it does, but I feel like it's not getting enough recognition movies that look like this. I feel like they're trying to make like not everything looks the same because it doesn't look quite the same but it, there's like a standard mm. you can tell that they're trying to you know to do what works instead of trying something new and i think we shouldn't be scared of like doing yeah things that look really different yeah yeah right. i agree yeah just take that chance and you know give it a go Oh, yeah. absolutely! But I will. Yeah, that's why independent animation is good because we can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. You've go. got no one to answer to. We can do our own thing, and and it's good to take a chance sometimes, isn't it? Oh, so absolutely. you know, if, if it pays off, brilliant. If not, then you've learned a lesson, and you can even you know learn and move on and do something. You know, so yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, though, two things. One, when it comes to that Wolfwalker film that you're talking about, I think part of the reason why it's not getting the attention it's getting is because it's, like, exclusively on Apple Plus and not many people have that streaming platform. Oh, I think that's yeah. one major thing. But I will say, when it comes to 2D animation, I agree with what uh, you're saying there, Paul, uh, with the uh, the fact that it's... I, there, are, there are definitely ways out there where people are definitely taking the chances and showing forth that creativity especially what you guys are doing so with that why don't we just go ahead and get started with the podcast welcome everyone to the postmodern art podcast i'm your host nathan raglan please feel free to subscribe to youtube or follow on whatever audio streaming platform you prefer or follow us on twitter at postmod art pod with me today with the intro <clears throat> they are the dynamic duo behind one of the most unique cartoons to come out lately with an origin comic dub out now with the love for all things evil and silly, welcome to the podcast, Mad Kai Ray... Uh, wow, that was horror. <laughs> so, words are wonderful. Magpie Raven Blackford and Paul Barber, the creative team behind Mayhem. How are you guys doing today? Hello there, everyone. Thank you. Uh, aside from me botching that intro just a little bit, thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. For having us. It's brilliant. Um, let's go ahead and get started with the questions. I want to start with kind of the origin stories of you guys in general. Uh, what inspired you both to be artists? Oh, do you want to go first? Um, okay. Um, well, I've always drawn for as long as I can remember. And I remember that, uh, when I was little, I used to love the villains in every go. cartoon I would watch. And I was always upset that the villains would lose and stuff. And so I would write like little comics and stuff, but I would change the ending where like the villains would win and things okay. like that. And that was like, my, I, I was trying to get to the point where I would draw this in the style of like each movie so it could look legit, I guess. There you go. <laughs> but I would do that. And then I started copying the Batman comics and that's how I got ready into comics. I would copy panels and stuff to like learn the style. All right. And so that's really how I did it, and then I just never stopped. <laughs> there we go. Well, ever since I could pick up a pen or pencil, I'd be able to draw when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to draw all over everything at nursery, and um, and we had um, when I was about was it five, six or seven, we did that in our school. We, had, we used to have a Mayfair every every spring, okay, and we had to draw a program, and I won. I won. They chose my design. That's awesome. And. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I got, I got a program, I got a badge made and everything. I got a prize. Yeah, it was really good. And they used it for about 10 years after. Really? As well. Wow. School, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was good. And uh, I think I had the drawing and I just, um, I did uh, drawing in my um, GCSEs. So I really enjoyed it. And uh, I went on to college. I did a degree in art. and But then um, all of a sudden, I, I don't know, I just sort of, when I, was, when I finished university, I got my degree, but I didn't really pursue anything. I got my degree, and then I sort of went with my part-time job, worked in a supermarket, and I just went full-time there, 
got promotions mm. there, and that was it. But as with um, Magpie said, I grew up watching like He Man and GI Joe and Mask and all that, and I loved it all. And we used to when we used to play like He Man with the figures and everything. I was always the villain. I was always Skeletor. <laughs> I loved it. big, huge fan. Skeletor and Hordak, love. And I was always the baddies, and I always had Snake Mountain and all the heck and everything. And I was always, and I used to love the way that the villains used to scream at all their henchmen, have tantrums, <laughs> and it's like um, Cobra Commander screaming at everyone, I blaming know. everyone else, and Skeletor as well. Mm. And I was always fascinated what the decision they made to become villains. Now, He Man was a good guy, Skeletor. What made Skeletor become bad? Right. And what made the commander go back? I was it always fascinated me of how, what, what part, why did they take that path to become? And it's one of the comics as well. When I it used to be the Batman and X Men, and you know, it was the Penguin. I love the Penguin, and yeah. um, I was always when every time used to cry, every time I know they do like an origin bit, you know, how the Joker become the Joker and Penguin. And I was always fascinated with these villains and how they become the villains, what choices they made and stuff. So I've always, as you know, everyone used to be great with a hero and everything, but every hero needs a, a villain behind oh. them. So, but yeah, yeah. so, but yeah, that, that's what happened to me. It was just that, you know, interest of what choices they made and why they become, what life threw at them and what they done with it and why they become a villain. It's very deep, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> very did you ever do so, like and stuff because when I met you, you weren't doing that much. I used to just draw doodle and stuff. I mean, I got a sketchbook to law at home, but I just never did anything with it. I never knew how to. So I just used to draw and stuff, always drawing Skeletor and my called Mayhem. Bless him, he's been with me a long time. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, just doodling. So, yeah, that's it, really. I was always, yeah, always fascinated with the villains and stuff. So, that's it. ever since i could pick up a pen i've I've been drawing so okay no that's awesome that's incredible um i was gonna say with that you guys actually answered my second question of why you two seem to lean towards the bad guy as well so i'll start with this next question um how exactly did you two get to know each other oh it was that a comic we met at london film and comic con a couple of years ago oh, okay. i was um it was really it was in july and it was really hot which is unusual for um for England, right? Um, it was, it was I was in my penguin gear, and I was and I had a photo. I was with some friends, and um I had a photo shoot with Jason Momoa. Oh, they just done Justice League, yeah. Man. And I was my friends were waiting for me on the third floor because it was cooler up there. And I went for my photo shoot, and I was trying to get up to the third floor. I couldn't find it. I was hot and bothered. And all of a sudden, this person just ran up to me, so I'm going, <laughs> ah! and all I wanted to do was just get upstairs and have a drink, go to the <laughs> toilet and stuff. And then we um, we tried to uh, swap information on our phone. My phone was just like on and off. I would get a signal, wouldn't get a signal. Oh. We're trying to do it. Anyway, so anyway, she, you had to go, I think, because you had a photo shoot booked. Yeah, I wanted to one. change because I wanted... Oh, yeah. He was dressed as a penguin and I looked, I had like a makeup of like Saw, you know, the horror movies? Yes, yes. You know, you know Mark Hoffman from Saw? Yeah, I know uh, exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the sixth movie, he has like a massive scar in his face here. Right. And I was, I had like, I was dressed like that, and I had the scar here because I just had a photo shoot with the actor. Okay, well. okay, and, that's cool. And but I had like a change of clothes with like something nicer, but it was like a shirt and a hat and stuff. And when I saw him as a penguin, he looked fantastic, and I was like, I can't take a photo like that. I look like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we'll, we'll, I'll run into you again. We'll change and we'll take a proper yeah. photo. When I so can. I think we said, yeah, we'll, we'll be out anyway. I went back says met my friends, and anyway, later on, I think we just carried on with the day. We just had a look around, and, and um, the people I was was well, my friends who I was with wanted to have a little sit down. It's nearly getting to near the end of the closing time, but we thought have a little sit down. One other friend just had another little look around for any bargains and stuff. And all of a sudden, she just I was talking to my friends saying, "What happened to that girl earlier?" I was talking to like a <laughs> penguin. And and she just walked around the corner and that was it. She was there and um, it was just like, oh, hello. And then we just... For you, it was easy, but you... So I didn't know if it was a third floor, the convention. I don't know, because mm. I didn't see the elevator. So the entire con for like literally two hours, I I was literally just going everywhere trying to find him again. I went up the stairs and I was looking at the balcony for hours. There was only one third floor I found out. It was really I weird. It was really strange. I I was like, he's going to think I'm so creepy <laughs> for doing that. But no, she 
call the call, and then it was like, oh, hello. I think you're about to go home, weren't you? I was literally about to give up, and yeah. I was like, I've been looking for like two hours, yeah. now I have to go, I have to leave. And then I saw him literally when I was walking back, and I was like, are you serious? Uh, we exchanged details, and then that was it, really. We just kept in touch, and I was just fascinated that someone liked the Penguin as much as me, because... Usually with the character, people like the Joker, Batman, and Penguin's sort of like a really underrated character. So there's not many people out there. Even though I've been pop, popular, people always want to take a picture of me as a Penguin. Not many people choose the Penguin as their favourite character. So it's nice to speak to someone who, had a, who liked the Penguin as much as me. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, we just sort of hit it off straight away, didn't we? Yeah. Messaging and that was it. I'm obsessed with the Penguin, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> we both go. are, so. So what started as a common interest for just the fact that you look like the perfect penguin eventually devolved into. Yeah. I I honestly I've seen the the cosplay like the 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 photos of you cosplaying as the penguin and I cannot find a more perfect person to look like penguin oh, seriously. Because wow. <laughs> like I like, I see that and I thought someone had went to the, like the animated series and brought that one to life like it looks really well done I I applaud you for oh, that wow. one my good sir. <laughs> oh thank you very much well, I think cosplay and i think you know you can look like the character but it's embracing that character isn't it i mean oh, when yeah. i put the, uh, the the suit on and the top pattern of thing i am oswald cobblepot and everyone calls me oswald penguin and stuff you just get in the character and get in the moment have a bit of fun with it so and uh, i love playing the penguin now that's a bit of a, that's my escapism i just get into that role and for that day or the couple of days i'm there and everyone comes and takes a picture and all the all these, all these one weird and wonderful people and um yeah it's really yeah thank you very much but yeah i love playing him and uh and i'm glad it comes across it does yeah. there we go but it's good because in the future what we do now she comes to you as my waitress at the yeah, iceberg ground so we're more of a partnership now. there we go so we've got some brilliant photos we've taken and different stuff like that so oh, absolutely yeah you know, and then i've got a friend who does the riddler and we've got a friend who does a batman so when we get all together and everything it's where we get amazing photos meet amazing people and stuff so it's good fun i'm just gonna say i'm gonna wait for an opportunity to finally be able to cosplay and such i'll if i can come over to you guys i'll be like a penguin henchman or something like that i'll try to work with you guys <laughs> um <laughs> If you don't mind me for a moment, Paul, I want to divert to Magpie for a second for these next couple of questions. Yeah. Um, so, Magpie, uh, for those who don't know uh, your work, you've actually, like, along with making this, uh, along with making Mayhem, you've actually worked uh, making backgrounds for several people, most notably, like, Vizzy Pop with her, with, like, Hasbin, Hell of a Boss, all this kind of stuff. What is it like kind of bringing that environment of hers to reality? It was so good, because I had been a fan for, like, years before that before has been so okay i had been like you know i had been like looking at like her art and stuff before so it was really amazing to be like able to work on it oh and it's it was like the first big project i was on as well so it's it was like my first experience like like you know knowing how team works etc right i was like I, I had I, I was like at the game studio before but it was like really small and i was the only artist so i had never really like known like what it was like to like you know really work with a lot of other people so right right okay i learned a lot of things i i imagine you did um well actually that actually leads into my next question what did you learn from working on you know certain tunes like that that helps you out with um mayhem and like uh kina and all these different personal projects that you have mostly organization because for Akina and stuff, I used to do everything myself. Mm -hmm. So I knew how things work, like, on a technical point. I mean, it was more like how to organize, like, a, a Discord server. So in a way to have, like, uh, you know, to, like, keep everything in the same place, to name the files a certain way. And just, yeah, that certain things need to be done before. So, for example, some some animations it's best to have the background done first because then the animators know exactly where to place the characters because if you just give them a sketch and then you do the background, it's really a pain to match the movement to the background itself. So from experience, I feel like it's easier to do first the final background, give it to them, and then they can really like put something accurate on top of it. So there's lots of things like that where, yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly that really. Okay. Is there a particular, like, background that you can, like, proudly show from your previous experience before Mayhem that you can show to people and be like, this is, like, the best thing I've ever done for someone else? 
it's hard to pick one. <laughs> I mean, because the thing too is that every time I do something new, I look at my old stuff, I'm like, oh, I could have done it better. So I always hate my old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, honestly, even in like, even me, I look at some stuff and I'm like, oh, why did I do it like that? <laughs> it's so I don't, I don't know. You can be your own worst critic though, can't you? I like, am. You know, yeah. Uh, like, like right now, I'm really proud of the ones I did recently on, on Mystery Skulls because uh, I was part of the animated. It's coming up soon, I think. So. I think by the time your podcast comes out, it should be out. Um, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe I can be able to link that in the description if it is. Um, anyways. Yeah. But those ones I've done like the most recently. So for now, I'm proud of it. But I bet in a year from now, I'm going to look at them and I'm going to be like, oh, why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm proud of it on the moment. But then when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, God, why? It's like yeah, I could have, I could have done this little detail right here, and I, I could have fixed up like the lighting on on this scenario right here. I, mean, I think every artist like that though, because I remember you told me when you look at your old art, you hated it. Oh my god! You look at that. Oh my goodness, no. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, so you can be your own worst critic sometimes, but yeah, uh, it's good. Uh, it's good because you you progress, so you can learn from past things. You say, oh, I could have done that better. You can use it in future. So it's a good thing in this sort of industry because you're always learning something new. You're always trying something. I know, especially it's not even like a year apart. It's even like a month apart because yeah. sometimes you just learn a new technique and then you're like, oh, I could have used that and you're or like something like a perspective mm. that you just understood afterwards. And then when you look back on it. So there are some backgrounds that I'm proud of still. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. I don't want to pick the best one because it's, it's hard to pick one. Fair enough. I was going to say, if it makes you feel any better, I, in college, I, uh, or uni, I guess, I was a film student. So, like, I made, short, you know, several short films and such. And I've always, like, looked back on that stuff and I've always, like, criticized myself about, like, oh, I could have done this. The lighting could have been different on this. I could have gotten this different kind of angle. So, yeah. I, to go with what Paul said, yeah, I mean, we always are, like, our worst critics. I, You know, easy to say. I do want to say, though, when it comes to my, for me, personally, I loved how in Bad Luck Jack... Um, you had the the library one and just like all the different like Easter egg titles that you had throughout the the library scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that that was very well done and like especially for those like if like for people that understand like the inside jokes to like see all this stuff like I just think it's hilarious. It's kind of like letting the audience know, hey, we're we're all in this together. We're we're all fans of this yeah. together. Um, I know. What do you think? Uh, what do you think has helped develop sort of your style when it comes to animation more? Do you think it's been like working with other people with like mystery skulls has been all this kind of stuff, or do you think working on your own stuff like Kina, do you think that's helped develop your style a little bit more? I think my own stuff. Okay. And not necessarily things I've worked on, but things like, I know the anim Batman's the animated series was one of my big inspirations. Mm -hmm. And then well, for Mayhem, it was based on Paul style, so I was looking at his aura, and I so I integrated that into mine. There we go. So I think those are like the two main things, and then yeah, I think it's it's not one thing specifically. It's like everything you watch, I think, just is an influence on you in a way. So there's not really one. And say Batman's the animated series because I've really drawn it a lot, so I've really. I don't know, because I've been a fan since, like, for, like, over a decade now, so that's oh, probably why it's, it's my favorite show ever, so oh, it there has we go. to be the one, but... Yeah, it's good. I love the style of that show and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, yeah, things you watch can inspire you, definitely. I mean, I mean, you, even if you think about it, like something that's been made like over twenty years ago at this point, like still influence us to this day. Still influence, oh, yeah. yes. and still looks absolutely stunning to this day as well. That's that's another thing. Yeah. Um, Paul, same question to you in a way. What do you think has helped kind of develop your style when it comes to drawing? Well, so I'm done professionally like Magpie has, but I've always had my own style drawing and everything. I mean, when I was at college and university, they hated my car. I've always drawn comic versions and they, they hated it. They were like, no, we don't use that. <laughs> oh, we were idiots. Oh, and it was just like, okay. And uh, so I, I did, I, mind you, it was a good thing. It, it pushed me to do other things as well. So I did photography, okay. sculpture and fine art and graphic design. And I really liked, um, textiles and costume designer because I, I, I did my last bit my um uh 
a degree in um in, in um so costume design. There you go. So history and stuff. So I was doing to that, and I think that, that helps me a lot, especially with drawing clothes on characters and that sort of thing. That can help, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So they probably try to push me away. Of course, when I left college, university, I just used to do drawings, but I did people's Christmas cards. But I always put a little drawing of them inside that sort Aww. of thing, and sort of thing. But but yeah, I think recently since I've met Magpie, I really yeah, it's really developed big time. And uh, I know you said you can see. So, but yeah, I mean, when she said to me, you know, when she first Magpie, she said, oh, she said what she was. She showed me her work. Was like. Oh my god, this is amazing! And then I said, "Oh, I doodle a bit," and she said, "Oh, show me, show me." And I think I can't show her my work. <laughs> she works on the she shows and stuff. And so finally, I, I, I doodle all the time at work and stuff with these bits of paper. So I was at work, and she kept going on, and I thought, "Oh, I'll just send you a bit where to shut her up, you know." And then she probably say no more about it. So I took a picture at work, sent it to her, and all of a sudden, bombarded with all these messages. <laughs> what? Oh, my God, so good. And I was like, oh, I don't know, is it? Is it? And, and uh, then when we met up, we all showed her more and everything. And uh, and I told her about Mayhem. And I remember you get to, trying to get more information out of Mayhem. I was like, well, you know, he's been in my he's been in my mind for like years and everything. And uh, I was telling her bits and bobs. And uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely since I've been drawing for Mayhem and everything. You get your own style. I've been, I've been, I mean, especially through. I've always had my own style, and but I think I've been taught to embrace it more by my magpie. So he's always saying, "Hey, that's your style. This is what people want to see," and and I've really embraced it. So I've really come on the last two years since I've known her. Really, come on, and Mayhem's really come on leaps and bounds. Oh, absolutely. I, so I so for the people at home, just always remember: if you want your friends to do something, pester them nonsense nonsensically. <laughs> Oh, I think mean, I mean months, wasn't it? It months. was just like... <laughs> he can't take no. a compliment. Like, seriously. I thought just people just being nice, you know? Oh, that's lovely, you know, that sort of thing. And then say, so yeah, just, <laughs> you know. But, you know, no, it's... Um, I've learned a lot of these. It's been a real learning curve for me. It's been a wonderful couple of years. And, and to see Mayhem moving about and talking and blowing things up and stuff, it, it's... It's been amazing. Something that's been in your mind for so long and you picture him and to see it is just a fantastic feeling. And, you know, oh, you feel like you brought like Frank and Dr. Frank, so you brought something to life. Yes. You know, yes. So. Uh, well, let's I, actually... didn't even... I was doing the pilot. <laughs> I was going to say, let's actually dive a little bit deeper into kind of the, the pilot and the series as a whole. For those who don't know, what is the story behind the creation of the Mayhem series? It was a surprise for Paul's birthday. Mm -hmm. He had no idea I was doing it. Because he kept, like, saying his art wasn't good enough and stuff. And I was like, I need to do something. Because I kept, like, trying. And he just wouldn't see it. And I was like, I need to do something, like, really big enough. So he would finally see it. That people love it, too. And so would... I can shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would tell me. But I'll tell me about your character Mayhem. And I'll tell her bits and bobs. I think, why does she want to know about him? So I would draw bits and tell him more. And... I just used to, I just opened up a bit more about him and stuff. And then, and she said, oh, I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on a project and stuff. I was like, okay. And she said, um, so we're meant to be going to America, weren't we? Oh, yeah, we've been but because all this COVID stuff happened, right. we couldn't go over. She was going to do a big surprise to me over there, no. which I thought was all about her. So, but then I think she said, oh, I remember you, you sent me that, she sent me a little thing of Queen Bee saying, do not disappoint me. Ooh. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I, said, I love the character and the voice. Brilliant. And she said, yeah, you know, this is what I'm working, a little bike working on. Then I think about a couple of weeks later, she said, um, she told me what she was doing and she sent me a little bit of mayhem where he, she get, he goes, Doom Ray! <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh my God. And I think <laughs> I watched that clip about a million times. Aww. I was sending it to everyone, my friends, my family, Aww. going, moving he's talking and uh i think he showed me a couple of little bits and then the preview but the thing is we could be together because obviously it was full lockdown over here right from, from March. So, so i think my um my birthday week i was at home on my computer and i had all your discord and uh watched the whole thing and it was just like oh my god 
I, you know, and I said before, when you have a character in your mind, you know, when you, I mean, I, I, I invented him 20 years ago. Good so yes. I had, his voice would be lightweight, moon, what he would be doing, what he would look like and everything. And when I watched it on there, it was so weird because I just felt like she just put her hands in my mind, just took out and just put it on the screen <laughs> because everything he, he was doing, he was saying, he, he was reacting, the way he looked was just what's in my mind. And it, it was just like, oh, I don't think I, I said anything for about 10 minutes after I watched it. I know. That. I first see what I was like, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? I'm like, it just blew my mind because it, it, it and, and the other characters she'd done as well fitted so well together and all the voices she chose and all the different, the storyline was just like, oh my God, uh, did you read minds? You know, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, it was it was just absolutely amazing and ever since i've watched that it's just it's really it really has inspired me and it's just amazing every time i watch it now i i still can't believe it in a way Aww. so but yeah it, it was amazing to see that mayhem blowing things up and stuff just like, like i pictured little things you know so yeah it was absolutely amazing so yeah i'm oh, so you told me it was you. So yeah, it's based on me, so you know. So I, I knew what to do because I know what you liked and I know what you, you know. So I, that's how I got it right. But it's a whole retro feel of the cartoon. Oh, absolutely. It just got me back to like, you no, know, no He Man and all the other old cartoons. It was just like, wow. That's why I did them all traditionally as a background. So oh. I made them, I hand painted them. Oh, yeah. Because they wanted to give up feel of like older cartoons i mean the stuff. backgrounds are works of art themselves and she should come in and show us oh can i have that she gave me one to keep and all the ones i said can i have that background i love that background I <laughs> <laughs> so it's like oh but some of the um, you know, all of them they're just amazing but some of them i've got to have that i've got to have that one so <laughs> yeah but no it's just absolutely brilliant Oh no, absolutely. And I'm gonna say this is quite possibly one of the most wholesome moments I've ever been a part of. It's 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 it's, it's so genuine just to see like, you know, the the love that someone share almost the same passion as as you do with, with something that you've created for years, like someone seeing that and being like, I've got to make this like a reality. Like I can only I know, I'm just I just feel so lucky. it's a pri privileged like I don't know I don't know words. It's just like Oh, you deserve it. Because well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, as I say, I can't, I can't find words for it. I'm, I'm just so lucky. We have so much in common, you know, you know, it's just like everything, isn't it? And it's, um, you know, I've got my friends who like the different side. I've got friends who like the X-Men as I do and stuff, but it's like everything we share. It's like watching He-Man cartoons again. I introduced yeah. to watching them again, and now she's hooked on them. <laughs> <laughs> this character and all this one with this character and stuff like that so it's it's brilliant we sort of bounce off each other like that i remember it's... when you showed me shira for the first time i was like well hordak is kind of hot <laughs> <laughs> Crush on hordak you know. and i drew he yeah, drew like maybe 10 15 picture of like hordak <laughs> in like sexy poses in his underwear <laughs> <laughs> i sent them to him and i was like he's gonna hate me he's gonna think i'm ruined his, like childhood no, that's fine, you know. I can't believe he liked it. I was so embarrassed. And no, then he said he liked it, so I just started boasting about it. No, why not? <laughs> oh, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, to, 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 to sort of rope this back to, uh, to, to Mayhem and such, so like all these, uh, the like the He-Man and such, would you say that was like the main inspiration for the aesthetic of it? Like Because for those who have seen it, like they can easily like make kind of the, the throwback feel instantly yeah. with just like the the look of the characters and like the the look of the background even like the filters you use like for that final like production yeah. what would you say is like the main inspiration to make it look the way it does that was he-man it was a mix of he-man and paul because i still wanted it to look like his work right but i wanted like vibes of that show as well so that's why i hand painted things but I'm actually updating the style a little bit because now that I've watched more of Human and Shira and stuff, I look more at the background more closely and mm -hmm. stuff. So I think I'm gonna do them slightly differently, but the characters are gonna stay the same. Just the backgrounds, I think I'm gonna do a little bit. Okay. Add some lines on them and stuff like that. But. Okay. Okay. What What do you think? 
personally was the most uh, difficult part about creating a pilot like this. Hmm. I wouldn't say it was like hard. I think it was more like time consuming. Right. Because I've done I knew things before from scratch, so like I knew how to do it. So it wasn't like hard in that way, especially because I had people animate for me. So mm -hmm. all the hard part is done by some. <laughs> It was more like oh, the whole time I kept stressing out, like, oh, what if he doesn't like it? What if, like, I ruin his characters and that? Oh, no, no. I, I kept thinking that because, I mean, it was a possibility. Like, what if he didn't like well, it? Well, that is true, yeah. Because then, you know, but... then that's something that's out there and people would know of his art, that would be what I did. And I was like, what if, like, I, I just got it completely wrong and then people, like, think it's that, but it's not that. And I kept stressing about it. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do to <laughs> Which is, it's, it, I said before, it's like she put her hand in my mind and just pulled out these characters and stuck them on the screen. Oh, when I saw that, that little May, well, when you even saw the Queen Bee one, it mm -hmm. was just like, and then the little mayhem, about two second animation thing, it was just like, oh my God, she's nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's, and see, honestly, I would say, seeing her in action when she's done other little projects and stuff, she's amazing. And I've said this to my friends and family as well way she organizes things, gets things done. And when, when we do like auditions for voice actors, she, the organizations and that is amazing. I really am in awe of her. So oh, well, seeing I her work in the world, oh, yeah. stop. Oh yeah, stop. Yes, <laughs> No, really, honestly. I mean, cause I've never seen anything like that before. And it was just like, oh well, my I've God, never seen anything wow. Like your art. Oh, there, go. <laughs> there we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is, this is wonderful. <laughs> now, I, I just, I really do pre. I, I love seeing like kind of this, this great, uh, amazing relationship you two have with each other because it's like you know, you guys are like, you guys are basically just one person. Let's just be honest here at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right sometimes it's really weird. Yeah, I mean, remember that time when we were discussing the plots of mayhem? And... Oh my god, yeah. And I said, oh, I've got an idea, and then. And then I said, oh, I have an idea, I'll tell you first. And I told him, and it was the it's exact like, same idea. Yeah, it happened a couple of times. It's like yeah, it really has. weird. It, it's... I, I guess out of topic, but there was a really freaky experience where I had this really weird nightmare. But I was, you know when you wake up and you wake up in another nightmare? Right. And, like, and I had that. And I remember in my dream, I texted him, like, help me. And he, he literally texted me at that same moment and woke me up. <laughs> It was so freaky. I was like, Goodness. this is not normal. Goodness. By the time this podcast comes out, Halloween has passed. You don't need to scare us like that, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really weird, like, experiences like that. It's strange. It's really strange. It is, isn't it? It's... There we go. There we go. I think some... I think some, you know... I think it's quite rare to meet someone that you really connect with like that. Oh, absolutely. And... Quite lucky, so I've got a few friends who, you know, but um, but Magpie is different. It's just, as you say, it's like sometimes it's the same thoughts. It's like one was about Lady Death, wasn't it? I had an idea about yeah. her, and she's like, Oh my god, I said, What? Oh, don't you like it? She went, I was thinking the same thing, <laughs> and it was just like, oh my goodness, it, 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 it's really weird, but good, weird though. You know, oh, no, not, absolutely, not, so. oh, absolutely. I'm just now thinking that we now need like a future episode of Mayhem to where V and Mayhem are somehow like combined together to like the same person, like some sort of like experiment oh, gone wrong. <laughs> oh, that's an idea. Let's note that down. There you go. <laughs> I at least want like credit. <laughs> not... Oh yeah, don't worry. <laughs> um, well, now that uh, for those who haven't seen the the pilot. Um, uh, I, I do want to say I highly encourage you guys to go out and watch it for those who have it. Um, I will have link in the description it is such a an absolute treat. Uh, it's nice to see kind of this, this universe, like really like show being showcased. And also I want to say is quite possibly the most interesting way I've been Rickrolled in 2020. Um, <laughs> or I guess since it's like the knockoff version of rack roll or something, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, so you have that down, and you also tried to have a, an Indiegogo for a Halloween special as well that was going to be a musical, um, which, it, from what I understand, you that is still coming, just somewhere down yeah, the line. 
we just need more time to do it because we didn't get the funding we were hoping for for it. So right now for Halloween, we're releasing uh, the comic dub. So we're like doing a dub of the origin story comics that we did. Yes. And the Halloween one, we'll just put it for Halloween of next year. Yeah, it'll be even better. Yeah, it will be even better. better. We've got a few other little projects in between. So, we, you know, we've got, we've got to keep everyone's interest going. We've got some brilliant stuff in view and more. I think we, we plan another comic. Well, I think another two or three comics. So We've got so much plans and stuff to do. You know, we wanted to get it all done now. We so, but yeah, there's lots of stuff to look out for. So yeah, it's really, it's for, really. And of course, our new our new character Diva. Yeah, yeah she's been very popular. So yeah, we need we're bringing her into something soon. I won't give too much away, but um, yes, yes, she'll be uh she'll be um. She'll say dazzling of her. There you go. She'll have her own song. Oh, she will. That. She's uh, yeah. She's not called Diva for nothing. So what? So. What you're saying is we should expect her to steal the show by a landslide. Um, okay. Well, she'll try. She'll try. <laughs> 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 Mayhem will always be a, a star of the show, but she'll try. She'll try and get there. I, somehow, I'm I'm both excited and scared on how she, he's gonna top Diva. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, <laughs> uh, for those, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, the dub will uh, be online. For those who haven't seen it, uh, what should they expect from the comic, the origin comic dub? It's basically how how Andy Andrew becomes mayhem. Okay, so, yeah, really, how we, yeah, and, and how oh, and how we met V as well. Very importantly, very important. So, I think, yeah, we, uh, how he met V and... Uh, Who's yeah. as well. Oh, yes, you get to see a few other characters in their earlier there stages go. of life and everything. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just uh, to see, you know, how he becomes who he is. Oh, absolutely. Um, what do you think has been more difficult for you to create? Uh, the pilot, the dub, or the musical? I wouldn't say difficult. It's been because I've loved doing everything. I mean, I wasn't involved in the pilot, but I mean, I loved we, the origin comic. I loved working on because you know, for the beginning stages to the end bit, the colouring and the inking and everything. I loved it. I loved all of that. And of course, working on the um, even on the little bits and stuff we got. I just I just love working on it all. I just wish I didn't have to work full time. And, right. you know, well, okay. and to, or one day, yeah, yeah and, uh, you know, it's it's. I just, I just love working. It's, it's, it's not, a, it's not a chore or anything. It is an absolute joy. I absolutely love it. So it's just um, not enough hours in the day there to get everything done. So I was well, going uh, more of like how to do art digitally mm-hmm. as well. So like there he's more involved every time. There you go. That's awesome. I was going to say, Magpie, as someone who's worked on all three of these things, what do you think would be the most difficult so far? I'd say, well, probably the pilot because it was the first one. So I've learned from it. And one thing I've learned, for example, is that the storyboards, there's a thing that's board revision that I didn't know about, which is you pretty much go over everything and make sure everything like looks exactly the same. Because when I did, I, I found the animators were the ones to put the things in style. But, I've heard, but then I figured that the animators like to pretty much copy the board. And that's why there's like a bunch of style inconsistencies in the pilot because I didn't really know and then I didn't have time to like, you know, to like do it like over again, I guess. So learning exactly what people need, like what kind of references they need, what kind of, yeah, knowing what they need to work with, it was the, the, the biggest part. Because uh, I don't really animate too much myself. I do a little bit, but I'm, I'm mostly like an illustrator. So it okay. was, and, and a writer. So it was like the part that I didn't really know about. Uh, and then we've done two little animations. We've done the animated intro and oh, we've done yeah. a small one called Best Friend. Yes. So two, like, I feel like they got better each time because mm. I've, I've like, I've got, I've, I know how to organize it now. So I think the Halloween one would probably be yeah. the easiest one. Cause... Yeah, I loved working on those. That was brilliant. Yeah. Aww. I certainly cannot wait whenever it does decide to come out. Um, For... For everyone, uh, well, for all this stuff that's kind of going down with the the immense amount of support, uh, especially with the pilot alone, which last time I checked had like forty three thousand views, which is incredible. Yeah, 
But like seeing that and like seeing how people have like you know sort of adopted this character on on this on their own. What has been the most surreal moment of this whole entire experience so far for the both of you? Oh, I I think all the fan art, all the fans do is just absolutely blown away by it. It's just it's wonderful to see they're a, a drawing style the mayhem and be, and their love for the characters as well i mean it's like wow they people really do like him and um and i love it when people come up with their own characters in our universe i, I love i absolutely love that we get we get quite a few of them and it's like wow you know there's a lot of wonderful talented people out there and for them to take time out and do to join your characters and stuff and do it so well i'm just so flattered Honestly, we're amazed, aren't we? I, know. I think we're gonna because we've got a website. I think we're gonna collect all these fan art up and do like fan pages because we want people to see these because they're, they're, it's. I, I'm just honoured that these people have taken their no. time out to do it. I mean, it, it's fantastic. Uh, honestly, I'm just blown away, and and seeing when we do our um, our streams as well. People send their characters in for us to draw and stuff, and it's like, wow, these some of these characters are amazing, you know. And it's um, and it's, it's lovely just to see it out uh, the people, their creativity and everything out there. It's just that's the best thing for me. And meeting all these wonderful people, it's like our team, you know. We've got all the characters that you know, like Elsie who does the voice for Queen Bee, and Wiley mm-hmm. does that for for Ricky, and um, and uh, Hellbent, of course, who does Captain Divine. Um, it's just wonderful meeting all these wonderful, talented people, and it's just like, wow! It's it, it, that's my that's my inspiration at the moment. All these people out there Aww. and the people we work with, because when we do our little our, our little cartoons and stuff, and we get the people to come do the voices back, it's like it's like I'm Kieran when he done the voice for Mayhem and the Origin. Yeah, it's just like oh my god, he's put so much energy and so much. It just blew us away, didn't it? I know. It, it's you'll brilliant. hear exactly comment it's, it's really, fan- really good. It's fantastic. I wish I had a voice like that in real life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's but yeah it's we met Elsie recently didn't we? Yeah. We met we went down to Brighton mm-hmm. for a little holiday we met out for Elsie down there we had a brilliant time and we did a panic room and uh dinner and everything. And it's just yeah I, I want to meet all of our team. I want you know <laughs> uh, inspirational inspirational lot and I'm so I'm so lucky I think that's really lucky to have them working for us and using their voice talents and stuff. It's, it's just amazing. Aww. Mind blown. You know, it's, uh, I can only, ima- I can only imagine what it must be like to be in your shoes to see something like this, like really oh. unravel out to where it is. Oh, I'm so lucky. I really am. I'm so lucky and privileged. It's, <laughs> well, you deserve it. it's amazing. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Most real was to see the change in you because oh. that's true. Because you just like you were a lot more confident after, mm-hmm. and your art you were doing it, you're, you're drawing all the time now. Oh, yeah, and like no. the way you got your art improved in just mm-hmm. a year since the pilot, it's amazing. It's the consistency of drawing mayhem and making it look the same each time. And I was like, I said to her, I think it was over a year ago now, wasn't it? So I can't, I can't get him to look the same here. now. I can do it. About thinking, I just draw my own and and all the other characters as well. I just do it about thinking now, because you know it's the practice and drawing. I and mean, I just love drawing mayhem. I'm gonna just sit down and just doodle mayhem all day long. So I know, you know. I've really seen it in you. Like you look happier, and so I don't know. Oh no, I mean, it's a, getting a deer in my head. And I just want to get back and get it on a on a you know. I see, and then I'll send it to Raven, and then so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so, there we go. Um, it's awesome to 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 kind of keep on with this little kind of discussion right here paul for you um what has been your genuine reaction to just all of this as a whole like to see thousands of people like instantly loving and connecting to that to this character in this universe that you've developed years ago what's like the genuine reaction it's uh, i i can't put it into words it's not it's not words out there you can you can do it it's just it's like, it's, it's, I don't know, I, I can't put, it's just amazing. It, it's, yeah, I, I can't, it, it's just, I, I think, on, uh, privileged that 
everyone likes him and as I take the time out to watch this and everything, it's just my bottom and my brain's just exploding <laughs> as and, and every day I think it's just real, you know, it's like a dream, you know. And so I just if everyone if everyone can experience this feeling once in their life, then they'll be they'll be very lucky. Aww. So yeah. There's but they are that is not it's not uh, there's not words I can give it justification, you know. Really, yeah. but I've got to thank for it all. Really, I sort of blessed the day I met her. There you go. I think to be, I believe in fate, and I, it was meant to be definitely meant to be. Well, you inspired me, we inspired each other. Yeah. So, there we uh, go. There we are. Inspiration all around for everyone. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. I think everyone needs a bit of it's good to have inspiration. It's good to, yes, it's like Comic Cons when we've met. I mean. When we met Chris Claremont, I mean, I've been, I'm a huge X-Men fan. I've been reading X-Men since I read. And Chris Claremont, one of my favourite X-Men writers, well, comic writers, really. And and it's, it's a bit, bit dubious to meeting people. Because everyone says, don't meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed. Mm -hmm. But when we met him at the MCM Comic Con, he was an amazing man. We, I think we were talking to him for ages, weren't we? Yeah, we were. And just to hear him talk about the X-Men and the ideas and... It was just like, wow. And I remember we'd come up with a picture taken with him, he signed a comic and everything. And afterwards, it was me and my friend and Magpie were with us. And we just went to the side and we just stood there for about 10 minutes thinking, did that actually happen? That was just so amazing, that moment. I mean, talking to a man I've admired and I loved his work and stuff, and he turned out to be such a, a lovely, wonderful man. And to give time to his fans like that, it was just like, wow so you know yeah that's true it's a great thing also it's what we tried to do with the streams and stuff and draw people's characters and do the cameos and stuff because right. i really want to you know thank everybody who puts like their time and who donates and like who mm. just like draws fan art and all of that or who just watches all the videos and stuff i feel like i want to try to keep everyone happy but it's hard because there are so many people oh yeah so <laughs> So I'm trying hard, you know, so I keep, we keep doing... But it's so much fun stuff. doing them, Stria. I love doing them because it's so much fun and you meet people mm -hmm. out there and you... Yeah, it's... It, it, I, I, love, I love doing them. Oh, I can so. tell you guys have so much fun with those streams alone. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, at this point, I have to ask, what exactly... What can you tell us about the, the future plans for Mayhem? Like, where do you guys hope to see it go from here? I don't know how much we can say. Mm. We've got we got big plans. Let's say that we don't want to give too much away. Right, right. I was gonna say, what do you hope to see? You don't have to give us exact like. Oh, yeah. We're well, hoping. To that. Okay. So we're, so we're like trying to prepare for that. Feature film series. There you go. Action figures everywhere. I want people wearing my empty shirts. No. Yeah. There we go. So, that's it. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to let you guys know the, the instant that you guys get figures down, I'm going to personally buy like one of Mayhem and V right here on the wall, oh. right here for you guys. Special edition, mate. Don't oh, you worry. Thank you so much. <laughs> you'll get um, signed Don't you worry about that. Oh. There you go. Um, one of the last questions I have for, for both of you guys, where do you guys hope to see yourself five, ten years from now? With the series. Working on Mayhem full time. There yeah. we go. There you go. That's always a good hope to have because I like, again, as, as someone who like has basically fallen in love with this series ever since I first saw the first Indiegogo when that was the oh. first thing to, to see it kind of already develop into what it is so far and to, to see the potential and to see just kind of how amazing it's going from here. I, I genuinely do want to see a whole lot more from this series because it, it's, it looks genuinely like just fun to work on in general. It just looks genuinely <laughs> fun to do just as a whole. And so, and it's the perspective. It's the you know, the perspective of the villain. You know, oh, yeah. see, you know, seeing their trials. You know, because always the cartoons. You always see the hit from the hero's version, and the villains have come along and do their thing. But it's just like what the what they go through. You yeah. know, and what their little competitions are, and what what their competition with each other, and how they deal with. You know, everyday life really, the life of a super villain. So there you go. I know it's funny because my my webcomic King's Adventure is about villains too, but it's completely different. It's like really dark, so yeah. it's more like 
it, yeah, it's really like dark and like I'd say like almost depressing approach to it. <laughs> mayhem is like really fun. So I like working with mayhem more because it's more fun. Okay. I, I like, I'm so starting it's to- have a bit of darkness. It's good to have a bit of, you know. I remember I was like, oh, should we kill off that character? And I was like, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, I forgot I'd like kill people and like like make everyone depressed <laughs> stuff and yes to stop me from doing Goodness. <laughs> Genocide for the coin. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly when you see some of the stuff I'm gonna put in my keynote comic, it's it, I, I probably went a bit far with it, but <laughs> I have lots of I have like main characters dying in horrible yeah. ways. <laughs> well I mean you know, we all have to have a little bit of a dark side. Um, <laughs> That's true. Very true. Um, last question I have for both of you. Uh, obviously, like, you know, you guys have created such amazing art. You've guys come this far with art. How important do you think art is, not just for you guys, but for the world as a whole? Very important. Yeah. Very important. I mean, I've, I've always grown up loving art. When, As I was, I was in college and stuff, we used to go to the galleries and stuff and... Uh, just walking around. I mean, now I can. I love going to London and National Gallery and just seeing all the works. And, and every time we go somewhere, and um, when I go to America or New York, or I always we always walk around an art gallery or somewhere because art is just what people creations are what people can do. And even though it could be dark, it can be light, it can be realistic, you know, contemporary. It's just that. It's all these people's imaginations and what they have and how they choose to express it. It's wonderful. And I love the old style works and everything. We used to do like different things, Picasso, Andy Warhol, different mm. things like that. I was always inspired and it's just it's just wonderful. I think art is very important. Very, uh, all different, like photography, sculpture and everything. I think every, everyone can get inspiration from it. And I think, yeah, I think it's very important. Yeah, because I think it's like, a way for people to express themselves as mm -hmm. well because there's a lot of things that are like very personal that we don't like tell other people in a way but we can like put it into art so i think it's really important to have something that you can like put yourself into in a absolutely, way absolutely yeah and especially like for people who like don't like socialize a lot and all of that i feel like art is like a great escape especially right now where the world is like really shitty and stuff so it's i feel like art is like a really good escape mm. for people so i think it's really important it's like it keeps people excited it, and it, it, it can inspire other people as yeah, well but... i think that's the massive main thing of it you can draw inspiration from it and um i mean you can walk walk on out again you can come out and be inspired to do your own work and stuff like that's the yeah no i think very very i think if not the most important thing because everyone everyone needs something to draw inspiration from so yeah no definitely very important Absolutely. I mean, art's the reason why I have this art podcast. So, I mean, if that doesn't say anything, I don't know what does it. Um, yeah. uh, with that, I'm all out of questions. Thank you both so much for taking time out of your day to sit down and chat about your stuff. I, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys. Thank you for inviting us. It's, it's been wonderful talking uh, to you. Yes, I, yeah. I really hope to like speak to you guys just outside of a podcast setting. Seriously, because like it's it's oh, just yeah. awesome. It's 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 lovely to just talk to you guys or just talk. <laughs> um, or Discord now, so you can message us anytime. Yes, perfect. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, for everyone at home, plug yourself so that we can. Uh, sorry, plug yourself for the people at home. No, that's like oh. So Twitter is uh, the Twitter for Mayhem is villains underscore co. Uh, my Twitter is magpie underscore clever, and yours is uh, where's the underscore? Uh, <laughs> I know it's Sir Mayhem X, but I can't. Let me check. I can't remember which one is the underscore. Uh, of course, we've got a website as well. Yes. Yeah, mayhemproductions.com. Uh, and it's got the all our car, all our origins comic on there. It's got the um, uh, animations, everything on there as well. And I think we're working on getting everyone's fan art on there as well, aren't we? Yeah, we're putting we're, our we're original art on there as well. We've got our original art on there, and you can buy things on there: badges, mugs, t-shirts, mm -hmm. if you want to buy. Just or like the incredible one you're wearing, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, his Twitter is SirMayhem underscore X. That's it. All right. Well, uh, do you guys have any final words? Just thank you to all everyone out there who supported us and watched the anime, watched Mayhem and done fan art for Mayhem and just insp- inspiring us all. Thank you to everyone who's worked on the project. Thank you to yourself for taking the time to do this. Thank you, everyone out there. Just thank you. Love you all. Couldn't put Amazing. it better myself. <laughs> there we go. go. And with that, all I have left to say is, hasta luego, amigos. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.